0: Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis, and on Heart of the Athlete today is Coach Jerry Lunsford. Jerry, welcome to Heart of the Athlete. Thank you it's great to have you on the on the phone today I know you're uh, you actually are up in the up off of highway 95 right yes
1: out on Keithley Creek out of by Midville
0: yeah well welcome to the show and 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 Jerry you've been a part of FCA for a long time been part of FCA camps you've helped led FCA at uh, when you were a biology and science teacher over there at Pitt High School and uh, but going back, how long have you been involved with FCA?
1: Oh man, you caught me <laughs> there. We've been at camp ever since uh, the vault portion of the camp since the second year that we had regionals here, and then FCA on campus. That would have been boy, probably in that time we started FCA uh, huddle at
2: at Payette High School.
0: Wow that's great so yeah you so you got involved in was it the, the pole when it was just the pole vault camp in 2009 yeah okay
2: yep,
1: it was the second year I okay. missed the first year I was on the second yeah. second year we had it here
0: wow that's awesome well that that's quite a few years well we're excited and well folks we uh, we're gonna visit today with coach Lunsford here but first we want to talk just a little bit about FCA camps coming up as we're as Jerry and I are talking about the, the pole vault camp, which is turned into the Northwest FCA sport camp. And that, that camp is actually June 20, June 26th through June 30th at NNU. And uh, we're excited. That's for incoming 7th graders to, through 12th graders. And we're going to talk a little more about that here with Coach Lunsford. But also we've got on May 13th in Ontario, we've got a football camp over in, in Ontario, Oregon, just across the border there. And, uh, John Bates, who's the cousin of Ryan Seals, who's our Treasure Valley director or West Treasure Valley director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. John played tight end at Boise State and is now with the Washington Commanders. And, uh, and so he's going to be there that Saturday, May 13th, the day before Mother's Day. And then May 30th through June 1st, we have a functional fitness, uh, youth camp over in Fruitland. This is going to be for, um, the younger younger kids, younger campers and athletes there. And functional fitness is kind of the, it's the new term, right, Jerry, for, for uh, CrossFit, I think, yeah. right? <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, we have a two-day wrestling camp, June 2nd and 3rd. It's going to be over at Columbia High School in Nampa. And that's, uh, that's for elementary and junior high and high school. And then we have uh, a baseball and a softball camp going on at the same time over at Napa Christian, June 5th and 8th, 5th through the 8th. And uh, that's for uh, elementary up through 6th and 7th grade. And um, also a youth tennis camp, June 6th and 8th over in Fruitland. And then a golf camp in Payette, which we're excited about. Also, that's those same days. I think the tennis is going in the morning and the golf is going in the afternoon. And uh, one's in Fruitland, one's in Payette. And then lastly, uh, the archery camp uh, for youth as well. That's going to be over June 13th through the 15th over in Fruitland. So we got some youth camps going on over in your direction, Jerry.
2: Yes, that's good.
0: Well, we're excited about that. So, folks, fcaidaho.org is our website, and you can get more information about those camps, the dates, the times. I know I rattled through those pretty quickly, but um, get more information on those opportunities for your kids and grandkids and nieces and nephews, um, the kid down the street. And so uh, there's uh, uh, also you can get uh, registration information and register there as as well. So fcaidaho.org. Well, Coach, I want to go back and hear a little bit of your story. But as we're talking, as we're finishing up on camps here, why do you keep coming back to coach at the uh, at the regional camp we have this year. It's June 26th through the 30th. Why why for you? Why FCA camp for you?
1: My personal is I'm a vault coach. Uh, Bill Barr has always been the head of the pole vault uh, clinic that we have there, and he is an excellent teacher. He teaches a in, in my opinion, on the runway, the approach better than anybody. I'm not that great at the approach. We work on it, but not to the degree that he does. So anytime I can get kids, my kids, my volunteers up here, pay it involved in that, it always helps their uh, ultimate performance on down the road. So. For technique, it's all about Bill being there and me helping him. My daughter helps also so so we have a female a female there, which is always good for the girls now, for the camp itself um it, it's all about the Lord, so we have an open opportunity to share the gospel with kids there on on campus like at payette. it's tougher. Not that we don't. If kids ask my, what my my belief system is, if a if a student athlete asks you a question, you share what you know. That's where I've always been in the classroom and on the on the athletic field. So we can talk about the Lord if they if they want to know something, I can give them my my views or what the Bible says about it. But at camp, it's completely open ended. That is a part of it. My job, I feel, is if we get them there, they are, they're so, uh, what, the evening activities, the, the presentations they have, the worship is completely, totally anointed. And, uh, when they get in the presence of God, God can deal with them. So that's, that's my heart's desire for the camp. It's excellent teaching on all other areas, baseball, golf, all those are covered. And then we have a, uh, very anointed services for the kids that the Lord can touch your hearts and change your life for eternity.
0: Well, that's, yeah, that's fun. And it, you're getting me excited. you know. and I, I know for me, when I first started going to FCA camp over in Wyoming, I was taking some kids from CUNA and, um, Boy, the the times when we had the coaches' huddles in the afternoon, I was just like, "Wow, this is great! Just the opportunity to pray together with other coaches, and uh, and just be reminded, right, of of the purpose that God has on us and uh, His calling on us to coach, right?"
2: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Well, fun times, getting me excited, coaches. You're going through all that. It's it's fun. So, well, um. Folks, uh, uh, Jerry's been over at Payette for man. You've you've taught. You're not teaching there now, right? You just help coaching track. Is that right? Just
2: just coaching track. I retired
1: from the classroom in in thirteen, and I've been and I still help with track and field and over there.
0: How many years did you teach at Payette High School?
1: Taught taught for twenty seven, and this will be. I'm in my thirty eighth year of coaching coaching at Payette now. This is my thirty
2: eighth year.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And you and I got to know each other sitting across a wrestling mat from each other, coaching kids from Payette and CUNA, didn't we?
1: Well, no. Even before that, <laughs> I watched you in high school.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: Yeah, see, I'm the the old guy, so I got to watch you in high school. You were a great wrestler. Your team was a great wrestling team. And then afterwards, then that's when we that's when we met after you were out and... Uh, and in your own occupation type thing yeah
0: and then we got the we were both biology teachers so there was that there's kind of that kinship there with us and of course wrestling and athletics and then and then we were then we we found out that each other each of us loved Jesus and we're we're you know trying to figure this thing out of coaching and doing sports God's way weren't we
2: yes yes
0: yeah well those are fun times fun memories as I'm thinking back on those so well, let's go back a little bit, Jerry. Tell us, I mean, you grew up in Oregon, I believe, uh, Coos Bay. Tell us how you got um, started, how you got introduced to sports, you know, and what did, what did you do growing up?
2: Okay, quick life
1: scenario was grew up in Coos Bay. I was always basically hyper, not ADHD, but just hyper, and I was always in sports. Uh, we Our neighbor kids were a couple years older than us and we had a an empty field that my dad owned right by our house. So I'm, I remember setting up, we set up a pole vault pit. They were <laughs> sixth graders. I was a fourth grader. So we started vaulting when I was in the fourth grade. So was always involved in the in the pole vault, always. And then uh, football, wrestling, and track as we went on through uh, junior high and high school and actually in college. At uh, uh, high school, I grew up in Coos Bay, um, A familiar name with most old folks is Prefontaine. Pre was a year younger than me, so we got to compete. We are on the same team. I know in college, I went to Lewis and Clark over in Portland. I know we ran down to Corvallis one night. Me and the other football players ran down there to watch him run, and that's the night that he broke the national two-mile record. Wow. Which was, you know, beyond... Our fantasy back in those days. So mm-hmm. then I was involved in, in uh, sports in, uh, in college. I was in, what, wrestling two years, uh, football three years, and track all four years wow. of, of the college career. So always have been involved in sports. Didn't didn't know the Lord well. I knew the Lord as a little guy. Went to Sunday school to our aunt and uncle, so I was saved. I accepted Christ young. But then, of course, I don't want to say of course, but then I wasn't serving Him. At the end of high school and all the way through college, I was uh, on the wrong road. And after after school in seventy two, I graduated in seventy two from college. Um, just uh, at home reading the book, the late great Planet Earth. Mm. and um the lord he showed me the wayward ways of my life and i came back to him and have been a, a christian since about well since the fall of 72 wow and uh got an education um graduated came to idaho worked on the the family ranch for 10 years with my wife and i and then, and the, her brother that didn't work out. Uh, and then my, the quick quicker, interesting interesting story, my wife, things were working on the right, true well. And my wife just says, you don't want to know what God wants you to do for the rest of your life. Lunsford and I go, well, we'll see. So I went in the bedroom and prayed. And that was uh, as close to the, uh, an audible voice as I've ever heard from the Lord. And it just said, pursue education. Well, I had my degree. Um and and i knew that meant be a teacher is all i can say i just knew that so we we pursued the route can can i pick up the couple of three classes i need for education it didn't work out right then uh that was in the spring it worked out on later in the fall that i could do that um a student taught over at Emmett in like 19 the winter of 85 in the spring of 86 um Got a job at Payette, and um, that was not top of my list. We'd prayed, Lord, where do you want me? Where do you want me? Payette was a low at that time. was the lowest paying job there was in the valley. So I applied for Fruitland, Cambridge, and all the others, and uh, the Lord wanted me at Payette, hmm. and that's where that's where the job opened up. Started coaching football immediately because this was like the end of July, first of August started coaching football and then got in the classroom and was there for twenty seven years.
0: Wow. Wow, that's that's awesome. Well, great. Well, hey folks, if you're just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with coach Jerry Lunsford, who's been uh, at Payette High School for over a quarter of a century, haven't you, Jerry?
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, Emmett and Payette and student teaching, uh, and then ended up in Payette, that's awesome. Um you know, Jerry. You know, for you coaching, you're you're still coaching even even though you're retired from the classroom. Why do you? Why are you called to coach? What what's what's really the calling behind there that you're hearing from the Lord to, to continue to coach?
1: Okay, the calling to let, let's back up just to here, the calling to teach. Yeah. Okay, I tell our kids on on the high school team we all have gifts and callings they're God ordained, and that doesn't mean you have to be your calling to have to be a pastor or a missionary. Your calling might be to be an electrician. Okay, my calling beyond a shadow of a doubt, beyond a shadow of a doubt, was the education teaching. I'm called as a teacher. Okay, so when I got in the classroom and that opened up, then I figured it out after you know two or three years. Hey, this is what I'm supposed to this is supposed to be doing with my life. Not that that, not that I could share what the gospel in the classroom, but you could you could model, and I was not the typical. Uh, typical high school teacher, the, the word politically correct I cannot even spell that word those two <laughs> words uh, that's not that's mm-hmm. not my nature mm-hmm. I was very honest very open with the kids but not the normal uh what nice teacher okay mm-hmm. it's the same way in the athletic field uh, the path I kind of believe that the path you walked is the path you can teach so in the athletics you know I walked that my whole life and so athletics the the coaching just came natural it was With the teaching, I mean, they were not two separate things. That's just part of the part of the deal that the Lord had me do. So I love it. It's a different aspect. In the classroom, you see a a certain type of kid, an academic student, and then in the out in the athletic field, they can be a completely different person. In other words. It's sort of like if, if they're not successful in the classroom, they can be maybe out on the athletic field. You get to touch a different part of the life. You get to share different avenues for them and thoughts and stuff. And so uh, they go hand in hand. You know, people ask me now, I'm getting uh, <laughs> older and older. They go, how long are you going to coach Lunsford? I don't know. I have no idea if uh, if they fire me I'm done I'm done when they fire me if I die I'm done when I die and other than that I'm not sure I I love the kids I love to work with the kids is all I can say that's in my heart and so when the when the time comes uh it'll come and we'll just leave it leave it at that cuz I don't know I don't have a uh, a set date you retire from this and then then you're done. That's mm. not not where I'm living right now.
0: Right. Well, that's encouraging, and you fire me up. I mean, yeah, God's not done with us yet, is He? If we're no, still, no, not we're still yet. here, nope. and He's got got all of us called. I love what you're talking about there—that we're all called if we know the Lord. And um, I know at my church, um, as you. As you leave the church parking lot, there's these signs on the on both sides of the every, every every place that you exit. It says, "Now you're entering the mission field." There. And uh, as you were yep. talking, that's what it reminded me. And I think that's a good reminder for all of us, right? Wherever God's got us, and uh, to bloom where we planted, to make the big time where we're at, and uh, and to be used by God, you know, whoever God puts in front of us, where whatever job or vocation, right? Yes. Wow well coach man a lot of sports you did in college as I was thinking as you're going through that man it's like wow that was that was a busy schedule you had you know with academics and all that and uh and and then going back to high school and then man you guys must have had some incredible track coaches over at Coos Bay you know with you and Prefontaine and all the others that were on your teams who were some of the coaches and how did they impact you
1: oh boy um What? Okay, none of them, none did I know back then, you didn't know that they were Christians. Whether they were or not, I don't know, but the values they taught were instrumental in my life. Uh, I know my football coach, uh, John Johnson, as a freshman. We came in, and I came from the, uh, uh, we call it the other side of the tracks. I was from a little um, bunker hill, which is outside of town, and it's not, it's hey, it's not the city boys, it's not the elite. So, uh, buddy and I came in for football from there, and I know his uh, words of encouragement were. Yeah, unbelievable, you know. They, they, they just says, and, and this is for the, who the, I mean, this is the exact quote, you know, from him, whether it's acceptable or not. We're just doing line drills, and then we got our, our uniforms for the game, and he goes, Lunsford, you're that guy that's tougher than hell. And that stuck with me forever, just being tough was apparently – very important to me back then. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he he is one of the, the teachers that still, the last time I saw him was a couple of years ago. He's still alive in Goose Bay. And any time I go home, we stop by his place because he's a Christian now. His wife and family are very solid with the Lord, and uh, and I still visit with him now he's moved on up to eugene i can't find him for the last couple of years i couldn't find him but i still i still visited with him mm-hmm. um another one my wrestling coach is still a hunting partner he's still alive we went last year out to uh, uh lakeview and hunted antelope for 10 days together so whether they knew the lord or not back then their values were instrumental in where where i'm at and what i believe now the that the values that they taught me in high school is are the values that I come over here to, to idol with. And I emphasize every year when we start this season, honesty, integrity, and a work ethic. You know, and that's my, those are my th- three things, you know. Be honest. Hey, we're going to get caught being dishonest at times. And my definition for integrity on that is if you, if you do something wrong and you, hey, you do it wrong, have the integrity to. To say, yeah, I, I boogered up. I should have done that, or mm-hmm. or I wasn't honestly working as hard as I could. And mm-hmm. then you throw the work ethic on that, and then mm-hmm. I can I can talk about those three three things, and they develop right into hey uh, the, the gospel. Not that I share the gospel, but that's that's kind of bad, the backing of what God has, and those those are
2: emphasized always from my standpoint of view.
0: Wow, that's great. Well, yeah, it, you know those coaches important and uh, at very critical times in the youth, in the lives of youth, and and for for you and I too, with the coaches that we had, you know, made made huge. God used them and they made huge impact on us, didn't they?
1: Yes, and we do now. You know, it's different now with the the, the family situation. A lot of fathers are not there, and and I can't tell you. And you know this, too, as a coach, you know, we we have no idea the influence we have with the kids that, as the father-type image, whether it's the girls or the guys, it doesn't matter. Uh, speak life into their life. Is what it amounts to that uh, they can have a, uh, they can believe in their self and go on and be successful, inwardly and outwardly. So there's there's a lot that we put into the kids that we don't even have any idea of. The kids come back years later and say, Lunsford, I appreciate you. You you know you did this or or said this. Do you remember saying this to me? Well, of course I don't remember. You know, but it was life them at that time so that's that's vital in these in these
0: times Amen well hey um, we just got a a couple minutes left I want to go back and and just get your input a little bit on something that we talked we briefly talked about but I know FCA still going on there at Payette High School and thanks to you and and being courageous pioneer of help you know being that first huddle coach that was the sponsor and the uh, advisor of FCA there and I know that uh, you know coming over there. I remember doing some training. We I remember we gathered yep. all the kids from Eastern Oregon and and uh, and uh, and Western Idaho on the border towns, and they met in your classroom. Those FCA leaders and I did a training there a long time ago, and you hosted that. And uh, but for you hosting FCA, what's... What's the importance? Maybe there's some people out there that are going, man. I would love to have FCA at my kid's school. You know, for you, what what was the importance of that?
1: Okay, the importance is you are as as a huddle leader, we're not supposed to share a lot about christ but in fca you can it's totally about jesus you can share the gospel you can share the good things that god can do for you so you have an open-ended what conversation you can have people come in and speak the uh the stuff on the information on the internet is unbelievable now you so the the so the point is if you love the lord and you want to share the gospel? It needs to be student led, which is fine. We we even started a st- a student led group before FCA it was there. Years before, I mean, years and years before. We always had a Christian group, and when FCA came, that just made it uh, what more uh, organized and easier to do to share the gospel. So the formats there. Do you do you love the Lord? Do you want to share it with Christ, with the kids? And if you do, uh, we need huddle leaders in every school there is that yeah. uh, they can share and open up the door that, that there's life for kids uh, that don't know the Lord or want to get closer to the Lord or learn more about Jesus. Amen. So that's, that's where I come from on that.
0: Amen. Well, folks, if you're interested in getting involved with FCA at your school, you can get in touch with us at our website, fcaidaho.org, and we'd be happy to get back with you and uh, talk more about what that looks like, what Coach is talking about. So, well, Coach, thanks again uh, for joining us on Heart of the Athlete, and you have a great day and have, some, uh, have a great track meet today.
2: Thank you. Appreciate calling. Appreciate sharing. Take care now. Thanks now. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening today.